G'day guys and welcome back to Swinging Down Under. This is episode 112. Uh, Daryl? We've moved on from the star date. We're now, we're now, talking, in, we're now talking in scooches. This is uh, scooch number 73. Legitimately trying to get the toy off the dog because she's making a ruckus down there. I don't know whether you can hear she's it. She's going to make more of a ruckus if you try and get the toy <laughs> off her. <laughs> so we're in the scooches. It's like trying to get a toy off you. Jesus. That's true. So, what kind of what is what scooch level number? Seventy three. We're at seventy three. There's no actual measurement for scooches. It's a purely hypothetical. Fantastic. So today's topics, guys, it's kind of a podcast in three sessions. We're going to talk about transitions and a recent one that perhaps didn't go to our normal way that we transitioned <laughs> to a swap. Oh, like a, our exceptional standard that we normally achieve. Yeah, and also buy the course for nine ninety five and get a free set of steak knives. Um, we're, we're, also, we're not doing a course and there's no fucking free steak knives. <laughs> I know, we can't afford You'll them. You'll pay legit. for our steak knives. You'll pay for them. And then we're going to talk about a recent uh, full swap that we did with a new couple. Maybe that we had, not that we did. We did, I mean, we had, very, we enjoyed, you we, know, we, we salivated like a little bit more forceful or something. Okay, yeah, we forced them to have sex with us. It's whoa, been a while. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm that's, joking. That's not okay. And then we're going to finish up with a recent date with a single guy that perhaps didn't go as I anticipated in terms of the confidence zone. Well, I mean, you just basically blew out the whole fucking story that's of what it. happened. It's like, oh, oh, that's it. We're done now. So we only got two things now because Kate gave away the entire fucking story yeah, that's in, it. The, in Thanks. the intro. Thanks for listening. Yeah, uh, cool. Beautiful. Hey, but first, we recently in the last podcast shared some funny audio about a kind of a would you rather situation where I'm I'm basically harassing Daryl, to be fair. Uh, it is pure harassment. It happens regularly. And for those of you who've reached out to Kate to ask her if she's okay in the relationship because of my apparent abusiveness, let's just keep this in mind, these little tidbits that are coming your way. <laughs> just keep that in mind, okay? Thank you. I actually, I thought it was really interesting that we, we a bit of a shout out to um, LNC who actually sent us an email saying, hey, thought that was really funny. Where'd you get your questions from? And I was like, honestly, from the <laughs> deep, dark crevices of my mind, like you don't want to go in it's there. A it's a fucking scary place. It's a scary place. So that's where these guys, these questions come from. So here we go. I'm going to kick off with our next random set of Would You Rather. Here we go. Daryl. Would you rather get a blowjob with a lot of teeth or from someone with no teeth? Um, with teeth. You'd rather, like, have teeth blowjob? Yes. Toothy blowjob? Yes. Like, but, like, aggressive teeth? Well, now you're adding extra adjectives, making it sound worse. So, like, okay, well, medium medium pressure teeth giving you a blowjob or yes. no teeth? Teeth. Okay. Teeth, that's it? Yeah. Teeth it is? Yeah, it really didn't go away from teeth. Teeth for the win. Good night. <laughs> Daryl. Okay. If you had to choose between making out with somebody who had really fresh breath but horrible BO or someone who had amazing body odour but horrible breath, which one would you choose? Body odour. The bad. Fresh breath. Fresh breath. Yep. Yeah, so... If I'm making out with them. Yeah. Yeah. So taste over smell. Not shagging them. Yeah, taste over Just smell. Just making out with them. Okay. Would that change if you were having sex with them? Yes. You'd rather... Yeah, just put them in the dog position. Job done. Okay. Point that point that stink hole away from me. It's gross. You started it. Daryl, good morning. Good morning. 
Would you rather have sex with a lady with hairy legs or a lady with a hairy pussy? Hairy pussy. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Tell me about why. Uh, Is it because legs are easier than a pussy to shave? Like. No, it's just, just because, you know. Uh, this is going to sound stupid, but hair is like more regular on a pussy than it is on legs these days. What I'm used I kind to. Kind of get what you're saying, but it's a bit weird. I didn't expect that at all. Uh, what are you going to tell? What are you going to do? Nothing. I'd rather that than hairy armpits as well. A hairy pussy versus hairy armpits. Okay. All right. Thanks. You can if you want. You can save that question for another time. That's you can right. Come Thanks, back babe. and ask me. Did you enjoy the ASMR situation with the microwave there? Oh, yeah. No, that's not – that doesn't fit into the category of ASMR. I was like – I was listening to that. I'm like, I'm just going to keep that in because it's part of the fact that we're in the kitchen making breakfast. How the fuck were you going to get rid of it? It's, it's happening while I'm talking to you. You know, I have my, my – as I said last podcast, I have my ways. By the, but speaking of ways, by the way – uh, we just need to address the fact that this shit happens at the weirdest and sometimes most in fucking appropriate time. Well, the first one I think was like 11.30 oh, midnight on like a Tuesday hell. night or something. It was late at night. I was already half asleep and you woke me up to ask that question. And we all know, for anyone who knows me, waking me up, dick move. <laughs> it's going to get you. It's, <laughs> it's going to get you fucking roused on every time. Roused on? How old are you, dude? Older than you, so shut up. You are. We've already done a fucking age gap. Fucking old. Hey, hey, transitions, right? Over the past... Oh, speaking of transitions, here's my transition, says Kate. Actually, no, I wasn't thinking about it at all. I was not nice, that witty, that dude. A, that was a, a good segue. If it, but speaking it, of transitions, let's talk about transitions. No, over the past kind of six years on our podcast, off and on, we've given tidbits of information about how you can be on a date and then move to having sex in the bedroom. And one of those <laughs> things is about you know, how you position yourself, what you do and all the rest of it. I mean, we recently had a transition that perhaps was a little bit odd. I'm going to say it's very odd. The oddest one I think we've ever had, to be honest. And you tell me what you think a normal transition would look like and then I'm going to share with the listeners what happened on this particular account. I mean, you're being pretty pretty specific here about what, what a transition might look like. A good transition? Because that's a very different scenario to what we normally achieve. We go mediocre, but let's I mean, say like we, the gold standard the of... The gold standard. Gold standard you're is... You're out on a date and then a XYZ date, happens. And then, you're sitting, then you're sitting at home having some drinks, you know, sitting at their place or at your place and you're just sitting there and then all of a sudden spontaneously all four people arrive naked in the bedroom. You suck at this podcast. You suck at it. All right, so here's what we've told people in the past on the podcast. What have we told them? You've got to position yourself on the date in a decent location, meaning we normally sit next to the other couple, right? Like we try to mix it up a little bit so we don't sit next to each other. Another thing we don't do is sit like four or five metres away from the other couple and... Well, I mean, if we get somebody with that smelly breath scenario we were talking about (laughs) earlier, then it might be the case. (laughs) Might be better. One of the other things too is you've got to change the conversation from vanilla to something sexy, right? Tell them something sexy. Tell them that you're interested. Get physical. And then in the end... So whip out your huge raging hard on Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you can. I mean, sexy dancing, whatever, you know, something nice. I mean, can... just whip it out, just like sitting there, just undo the fly, bang it out on, on, on your inner thigh. Yeah, and then... Or your upper stomach, depending on how gargantuan you are and which way it falls. Well, some people would make this like real fabump sound when it hits the table and then other people is more like a... 
You know what I mean? Yeah, my, yeah. I mean, look, it's probably more like a, a, a slithering snake sound for me as I roll it out. Not. <laughs> Jesus, I had to say that though. I've got a joke. I got a joke. There. You got, you got a joke. I don't I'm know not going to tell it though because it's. It's a it's a horrible joke, but it's funny. No, it's probably not. But that's the way that we normally try to do things. There's got to be some level of warming up from having your date and having your vanilla conversation, and then transitioning into the bedroom. For me, there's got to be some sort of warm up because, and I tell you why. I am not, as we have discussed many times, we don't need to fucking get into it again. But I am not the most cleverest person in terms of your flirting. Well, given you say cleverest, you're definitely not the, cle- you're the most clever person. It's it's probably on Urban Dictionary, and therefore it's fine. Um, oh, fuck off. <laughs> it. I'm not the most – I don't realise what's going on, but honestly – You're not the cleverest person. I'm not the cleverest, no. There needs to be some level of understanding that play is going to happen. And on a recent date, I legitimately had ruled out play for the evening because I tried to sit next to him and it was like, no, 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 sit next to your partner. We tried to get close. There was a lot of distance. And so in my head I'm like, okay, this is not going to be a play session. And as the night rolled on – I know. I mean, I think, I think the fact that he asked – whether we could go upstairs and play now was a pretty good segue. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. So this is this is why I'm saying it was probably one of the more awkward ones we've had. No way. He transitioned the fuck out of that. Because in my head, I'm like, oh, it's not going to happen. And then all of a sudden it was, hey, cool. We were literally talking about, like, I don't know, toadstools. And then it yeah. was like, let's go have sex oh, in the bedroom. Okay. So, yes, I understand exactly what you're saying. It was it was um, less u- a less usual scenario for how our our interactions go for sure. So it wasn't uh, it was, certainly wasn't bad. It was just that we we'd left we left everything too late. Like we hadn't talked sexy. We hadn't. I had been trying, but that's what I'm saying. Like to my mind, as the hours are rolling on, I had actually ruled play out because I'm like, okay, I've tried to sit next to you. I've tried to talk sexy. I've tried to change the conversation from vanilla to something else. It's not going well. So look. It's very hard to flirt from a distance. It's hard to flirt from a distance, yeah. Especially if you can't flirt to start with. Yeah, it's really hard for somebody who can't flirt to then flirt at distance. Which I which I feel like you might fit into that might fit into that category, you know, like. But generally, okay, so transition, transition wise, what we spoke about before is generally the way that we like to roll. We like to get physical closeness, you know, being able to actually reach out and start those physical connections. Um, doesn't need to be, you know, fingers in pussy, but it needs to be. Can be. A, what could be yet later, but it could be, you know, just the ability to reach out and actually touch somebody's arms, you know, touch on his legs. So you're not just talking instantaneous finger banging, then that's out. Yeah, that's out. Okay. What about if they ask? What about if somebody says, "Could I, would you mind if I instantaneously finger banged you? Uh, I'd say thank you for the offer, but we're still having dinner at a restaurant. It's probably not appropriate. Uh, okay. I mean, you We're like uh, second course in. Apparently. Well, I mean, you're going straight to dessert. It'd be a pretty good option. But yeah, I found this to be a particularly odd way to transition. So what happened was basically it did, you know, we were quite a number of metres away. I don't know what the conversion is that for American stuff, whatever. We were Remember quite... yards. Yards. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We were yards away, like... A number of yards. <laughs> A number of meters away. I need to convert that to imperial. That's a number of yards. And it was just a very different, weird situation where it went from a very vanilla night into somebody saying at like two, three, four. I think it was two thirty, three in the morning. It was a sexy night. I mean, it ended. It ended the way we we had hoped. It was I think. great. It was great. But 
I think the transition was very odd for me and I would have liked to have started play earlier and I would have initiated that had I actually thought that that was where their See, head was going. See, that's good news for next time around is that we can initiate that earlier because, you know, everybody wants to get some sleep. It was a fucking school night as well, I might add. I actually asked this question in um, one of the ladies' groups that I was in and I was talking about, you know, how do you transition when it's a little bit or how do you normally transition and then how do you transition when it's a little bit odd and what i found interesting throughout the the theme of the replies from the ladies was one for starters is that the ladies always instigate the transition mm. but most of the responses i received were like oh just go to the hot tub or just get down into lingerie or just do, you know, whatever these things are. And I thought, well, that's all well and good, but the situation that we found ourselves in at their house. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. There is a very serious first world assumption there. Just go to the hot tub. I mean, come on, folks, shit. Let's be realistic here. There's there's, there's a, a smaller minority of people that own hot tubs out of everybody who's out there. So, you know, let's just keep our shit in check. What do you think? Should is that is that okay, Bob? Well, the first time I actually, aside from going into the jacuzzi in our secret spot, like the first time I saw a real person with a real hot tub on their own was in, it was America. Yeah, because you just don't have them in other well, countries. Well, that's because in other countries it's too fucking hot to walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine having a hot tub in Singapore? Actually, we live in a fucking hot tub, but it does seem quite luxurious. We live in a huge. Huge, sweaty, fucking hot tub with six million people. Just, just, just ponder that image for a second for everyone out there. To have your own hot tub is quite a luxurious item, I think, as well. Well, I mean, certainly, just having the room for a hot tub here is, you know, what a thousand dollars a square meter. Yeah, so that's true, true enough. A thousand dollars every nine square feet. Come on, you know that's, that's a pretty significant investment. But I'm going to I'm going to read you some of these um, responses that we got about the transitions. So I'm F- just hoping nobody checks me on our on my fucking conversion to imperial. That's a real concern for me. S said that as for the transition, I just get naked. Very wow. blunt. Uh, did you did you happen to get her number and where she lives? I can tell when my guy's dying to get his hands all over the other lady, so I just decide that I'm going to get naked. She usually follows. I like her attitude, but and I then think- it's all on. Well, that's because nobody wants to see it. I mean, every woman who's been in a long-term relationship has seen a dude swing his dick in the wind after getting out of a shower, right? Uh, Nobody wants to see that. Why is there wind inside your shower, though, for real? What do you mean? Because the shower's still on. It creates small gusts of wind. You're full of shit. Yeah, carry on. You know what I mean? I mean, let's just be frank here. The first time you put a strap on, what was the very first thing you did with it? What's your point? My point is that... I think it's just, for me, certainly, a lady getting getting naked is something that's somehow more uh, appealing than the idea of me just walking out into a room naked. I think in the vast majority of cases, people would look at the lady and go, oh, well, she looks, she looks amazing, even if they're not into women. Whereas if a dude walks out with his cock swinging or, you know, all hard, it's, it's almost like a, an unrequested cock shot. Or a dick pic. It seems more aggressive if Somehow. that's where you're going. Yeah, it I does. think I think that <laughs> it really an, aroused, does. an aroused female form versus an aroused male form, cis yeah. female, cis male. I think that there is definitely, I think there is definitely an element of a little bit more aggressive, just purely because of that hard on, because it's just a bit more in your face. Quite literally, can be even like could be literally in your face. Okay, so let's move on. So Kitty said, hot tubs are probably the easiest transitions. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Naked, get in the fucking hot tub. Everybody, yep, yeah, exactly. Everybody. Everybody starts making out. Sounds uh, sounds amazing. Okay, so um, LLL. By the way, Kitty's got too much access to hot tubs. LLL said our first time uh, was at the club. 
we all moved to the play area and sat on the couch talking and they moved closer and swapped partners. So, again, it's kind of where what we tend yeah, to do. I think we probably should have been a little bit more aggressive in terms of just saying, hey, you, you're sitting here, I'm sitting I tried there. to and then she was like, no, no, you're going to sit there. But what grabbed me was the fact that in most of these situations, people expect the women to initiate play. True? True or false? I, I think, unfortunately, it's true, yeah. And you think that has to do with what? Why? Why do we? Why do we expect the women to initiate play? For some some reason, an unsolicited pussy shot is less. I mean, it appears it's less less bad than an. And I'm not going to say it's good. It's less bad than an unsolicited cock shot, which means an unsolicited naked man is somehow more worse than an unsolicited naked woman. I think. For me, I think it's about the fact that people haven't especially men, they are very worried about overstepping boundaries, being seen as the aggressor, being seen as misogynistic or whatever the case may be. And so- but yet everything I've just said would fit fairly squarely into misogynistic, <laughs> as, as horrible as that sounds. But th- th- that's the truth of it. I mean, it shouldn't be seen as any more aggressive. It shouldn't be seen as any more, you know, any less tasteful. I don't know. I just think, I think just getting nudes a pretty big step. I mean, that it could... You're really setting yourself up for a coin flip there. Well, it also depends on the environment that you're in because where actually are you? I mean, are you at someone's house? Is there other people in the house? Are you, you know, like where are you actually positioned to just derobe and get nude? You know, at our place, fine. No kids, got dog, fine, but there's no one to actually she see us. She gets weird every time she sees another, another, another like kitty out in the wind. Yeah, so I, I thought that was an interesting transition for us. So to kind of wrap up the transition side of the house, I mean, you guys, you've got to get close to somebody. You've got to let them know your intentions. I don't think it's an appropriate or right or interesting or sexy thing to just get to a certain time of the day and go, are we going to fuck? You know, I think there needs to be some build up. There needs to be some interest. Yeah, I think spontaneity and just kind of that animalistic point of view of like, hey, let's fuck could be fun when you just get home to the person's place. But Doing it after like four or five hours of sitting on a veranda is, yeah, it's a bit of a letdown. Yeah, uh, we have plans. We we have plans. We're going to we're going to do something very rude very soon to people we know quite well. That's what's happening. <laughs> yes, if we ever go back to Australia. Oh, oh, let's not inform anyone of the or or Ireland or I, I, Greenland I, or uh, Greenland? Oh, Iceland. I, I mean, shit, fuck it. We're hunting whales and eating their blubber. All right, let's move on to the full swap. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to give you guys a recent story about a full swap, the first couple that we've done a full swap with since New Year's. So we'll be back in a second. And we're back. And we're back. So this is the first full swap that we have had with another couple since New Year's. Does that not blow your mind? It's now August. Yeah, I know. This filthy fucking virus is really messing with my sex chi. It is the biggest cock blocker. Actually, yeah. I mean, we need a T-shirt saying COVID-19 cock blocker. Cock blocker of the year award? Cock blocker extreme. Yeah. COVID-19. It might not be of the fucking year. Keep in mind it might be more than one year. I know. Just can we all just, just shoot do the right thing the and face. get rid of the virus? So let's talk about the, the full swap that we had. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go first. I want to do a recollection of my moments during this full swap because there were many and very different. And one of the things that kind of stood out to me was the fact that she was trying to explore a little bit more 
and he was really encouraging that. So she only owns, I think, one or two sex toys, and he was really about, you know, how can we all together help her explore her sexuality a little bit more. And throughout the evening, you know, I was engaging with her, but also wasn't too sure how to push the boundaries. So I'm going to pause her for a second. I'm going to talk about him. And then I want to roll back to her when kind of you talk about your experience, Daryl. Some of my experiences with him, first of all, hard as fuck the entire time we're having sex. That is like good for you, dude. That has been a while. Yep. 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 I mean, it's, uh, it would seem apparent in a room full of sexy women, starkly clad, but it's it's not as common as people might think. Yep, he was hard the entire time, and it, that was the first time that's happened in a while. In terms of, and it's pretty rare for me to have that kind of that just that guy that was just hard. I just wanted to keep going and going and fucking and fucking and fucking. Very very rare. So that yep. was one of the things that it was a highlight for me. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's can be a highlight, or it can be the fact that you're. You know, vagina gets totally beaten up. And this is what I, I mean, I wanted to end on this, but he never actually came and he wanted to keep going. And at this point in time, I don't know how long we were playing for, but it was super early in the morning and it was just one of those things where it was like, okay, I've come, you've come, like we've all been playing for a while and he just wanted to keep having sex. And I mean to the point where like sweat was dripping off our bodies. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was, it was very nice to watch from where I was sitting. He was um, he had you very pretzeled for a while there, which was cool. And like, this was what I was going to say. The, he's the, very sexy. The amount of positions that we went through, him and I, was. I know. I feel actually a little bit. I need to step up my game. It was probably the most amount of again transitions in terms of play positions that we've been in for. I'm going to say like two years. I need to step up my game. It was like I was watching a porn a porn happening like live in front of me with people like changing positions every three minutes, but without the requirement for lubricant. I might add uh, there, Kate. It appeared that you were very self lubricated. Uh, to a point, we applied like twice, but yeah. I think that's probably due to the longevity of said direction. But, yeah, it started with a face sit, actually. So he really wanted me to sit on his face. And I think that depending on the couple, this can be quite a interesting move because not a lot of people tend to like the face sit, and he was all about it. So I remember he, he actually pulled me. I think I was kissing his stomach or kissing, like I was just, just generally kissing on his torso and rubbing him. And then he did, did the whole like lift up and over and put me, sat me on his face and then was licking my pussy for I don't know how long, like 15, 20 minutes it felt like, forever. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure it was that long, but yes, it was quite a while. You did seem to enjoy that. Yeah, it was really, really good. And this is the whole side of the fact that there was just a lot of transitions. Later in the evening, though, something I do want to also mention was the fact that I was sucking his cock and he is the first guy who has told me he liked teeth. Yeah, look, I don't see that as as, as uncommon as I think you might see it. I see it as uncommon because nobody's ever asked me that before. Yeah, but that's, I think there's a lot of men out there who might be interested in that who would well, never ask. And here's what I want to say. Ask a bitch. If something's yeah. going down on you and you want something, you want them to grab your balls, yeah. you want them to... So what happens if they look up at you and go, oh, you're disgusting? I... See, that's a, that's a concern that most people have. Is well, that... then you probably shouldn't be sleeping with them, man. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? Yeah, I don't disagree with that, but it's not like a blowjob without teeth when you're into teeth is, you know, when you have to compare that with no blowjob, <laughs> any blowjob is better than no blowjob. 
Well, I think as people, a general rule. people need to ask for the, what they want. I mean, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, there is an element of like if somebody said to you, hey, let's bring in a circus ele- elephant and also uh, yeah, juggle we need a, balls. We need to cut that and, off there. It's getting a bit weird. You know, <laughs> but yeah, so he, he By was... By the a, way, I'm the person in charge of the side notes, not you, just so you know. He, while I was sucking his cock, told me three times, he was like, I like teeth, like give me some teeth, you know, like use your teeth and stuff like that. And for me, I was like, mm, okay, I'm going to use a little bit of teeth. But again, I haven't had guys ask me this before. So I was like, okay, how much is too much? So I used, this is a pretty sturdy, I used honestly. a little bit and then he was like, no, no, more, 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 more teeth. And I was like, all right then, like I'm going to go to town. And I remember saying to you in the taxi ride on the way home, like he asked me to use my teeth. And that's the first time in – Five, six years that we've been in the lifestyle that that's actually happened. See, the interesting thing is, though, sweetheart, is that I don't mind teeth. I actually find it quite uh, quite interesting and quite sexy when I'm in the right mood for it. It's kind of like, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to compare it to anal. But Have you ever asked like, a lady to use her teeth? No, I've never even asked you to use your teeth. Why? Uh, again, that whole some blow job is better than no blow job. Yeah, I think that's bullshit. I think that's the biggest cop out. Oh, you're copping me out, are you? Yeah, you need to ask for what you want. I mean, it's it is bullshit for us to sit here and say that women need to own their orgasms and own their sexuality and ask what they want in in order to come. Because yet, yeah, women, I'm talking to you right now. I'm talking to you on the podcast. You need to ask for what you want. You need to own your own orgasm. And for you, Daryl, the same thing needs to be said. If you want a sexual experience, you need to ask for it. If you don't, then that's on you, yeah, but man. Some, but hang on. Sometimes the things that you want that are a little bit abstract you kind of forget about them, you know, because you get to a point where you're like, oh, should I bother? And then after years of training yourself not to bother, you get to the point where it becomes a very, very last-minute thought. Like I hadn't, I hadn't thought about teeth on my cock until, you, until this actually came How about. How does that even happen though? Because the teeth exist in my mouth. Like I don't, I don't get it. Well, I mean, we just ignore them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So it's pretty simple. I mean, I'm not sure there's any other way to describe it. I'm going to give you a good transition to talk about her. So in part of her exploration, I was involved in her sexual, I don't know what you would say. Like, I don't want to say the word exploration again, but her sexual fun. And during this time, I, I was licking her clit. I was using a toy on her and I had one finger inside her. And why I'm saying I had one finger inside her is because legitimately she is probably the smallest vulva that I've ever dealt with in my life. And I was really trying to, I was trying, I was pulling out all the stops. I tried a lot of things. I didn't get it to come. And that was a little bit of a hit to my ego. I got to be fair because I have, you know, not slept with a huge amount of women, but I feel like I've understood how to get women off. Ah, uh, you are totally fucking wrong. And I was nobody understands. I was pulling out all the stops of like, I've got this. I know, like, I'm going to try this, and then I transition, and I try something else, and then I transition, and try something else, and it didn't work, man. I couldn't get it to come. And so that was, that was my story. So I was like, I was going down on her. I was like licking her clit. I was using a toy on her. I had my one finger in the inside and I was like playing with her G-spot. Nothing worked. Um, that's my time with her. So I'm going to flip over to you now and you can talk about yours. Well, yeah, I mean, it was an epic fail, babe. Totally. You were terrible. It was terrible to watch. I was sitting back. That's not true at all. It was amazing to watch. And look, orgasm is, is not the absolute. There's a lot of fun to be had without them. And in fact... We had a lot of fun without everybody coming in this particular event as well. We had an awesome amount of fun uh, and hope to repeat it 
any time soon that we can we can get hold of these uh, these particular individuals. So, I feel, do I need to brush up? Um, yes, you need to go down on women virtually for the. I've actually downloaded some virtual <laughs> uh, virtual <laughs> porn on. for you to just to don't train get, up. Just don't get women off the street. Like, hey, you. Come in. I'd actually – no, I'm actually more down for that one. For the next uh, half wanna, an hour. I want to see that happen. Yeah. I want to okay. see that happen in Singapore without you getting arrested and thrown out of the country. <laughs> and that was the last we ever heard of Kate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I still have a job here, Kate Gorn, Gornskis. I had a hell of a lot of fun um, watching, for starters, because anyone who's listened to any more than this podcast understands that I'm into seeing Kate Get fucked, and in in this particular case, he really gave you a good fucking. He he really did. It was a sturdy, sturdy fucking. Yeah, there was um, a moment there where my 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 feet were like my legs were behind L- my head, behind and he was head. very deep, and I was like, nah, I'm like we need to back it off, back it off. Did you actually request to back off? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good for you. Yeah, good you know you why? Because it. I'm owning my fucking orgasm, and I'm asking for what I want. <laughs> good for you, babe. Good for you. Yeah, owning your orgasm—that's a good thing. So, anyway, I—I I actually, it's been a while since we played with anyone else. I actually—it's been since January first, babe. Yeah, look, I don't want to go back to the numbers, babe. <laughs> I'm not a numbers man, you know that. Anyway, so it was look, it's really exciting watching you actually get fucked, and we were quite close to each other. I mean, it started with uh, two cocks in one mouth, which. You didn't. I don't know whether you noticed, but because you were, you know, nose deep and trying to gain an orgasm out of a beautiful young lady, and um, uh, us men were up the other end, and she was sucking both of our penises at the same I time. I did which was, not see that again. Was, I was, uh, I was really like cool. laser focused on yeah. her vulva. Like yeah. I am going to make this fucking happen for this. Didn't woman. happen though. No. Yeah. Just leave that piece of silence in there just to get it really across. So um, it was uh, – so that was really exciting to watch. So watching you go down, go down on her whilst um, she was sucking both of our penises really – Was that at the same time or was she like going you, then him, then you, then him? Or was same like- time. Same time. So, so uh, imagine two heads crossed over touching each other and like, you know – That's sexy. I like that. Yeah, it was yeah. really sexy. I missed sexy. out on that. I mean you did. You did, and, and there's no way I can take you back to that at all. Well, maybe next time. Let's see if we can do that next time. It was that, that was really, really, really sexy. And then from there it kind of progressed where I, th- I think Kate being the standard woman that she is, or standard Kate that she is, she said, okay, I, I would like to have a penis inside me now. I didn't do that. That was all you him. You didn't do that? Mm-mm. It was him? That was wow. all him. Okay, so that's awesome because – he seems to be quite aligned with the with the Kate mentality of getting a penis up in her business as quick as possible. Is that a fair statement? Not as quick as possible, but there's there's got to be an element of like, okay, I like all the the fingering and the oral play and like the rubbing and the everything else, but like at some point, just get a cock in my business. Like put the P in the V. You know yeah, what okay. I'm saying? Okay. So uh, so when round about when that happened, I suppose I uh, well, I mean, we were playing on the other side of the room, well, not the other side of the room, but the other side of the bed, and just, I suppose, touching, caressing, kissing, finger. Uh, I hate the term fingering, but you know what I mean. All those sorts of things, and it, it escalated to the point where I think we were ready to go as well. And, and I actually asked her, I think, before before you guys had committed to having sex, I said to her, look, would you mind if I, would you, would you mind if I fucked you? And she's like, no, absolutely, that would be fantastic. So we start, We started actually after you guys, but I actually asked the question before. It's just that I suppose the the extra prompt was you guys starting, and and he and I mean he started 
started uh, hard, I'm going to say. like Oh, there was no it, like... Was, uh, yeah, he, he maybe eased it in, but then after that... By that, that point, got, he was got, like, I'm going to fuck you hard. Yeah, and he did. Yeah, and he there did. was no like, I'm going to warm up to this. It was yeah, just like, was okay, like, good. Here we've, you go. Yep. yep. So, um, Here's my that, penis, yes. and here it is smashing against your uterus. Yeah, and uh, you say that, I mean, that sounds like a bad thing, but you, I have to say you appeared to be really enjoying that. It was lovely. Yes. So, um, moving on. So, yeah, we we um, we started the same. Started having sex as well. And then it's been a while since we've actually had four way play like this. And we were still close and and touching. And there was, you know, sort of. I'm going to use the term again, a puppy pile, because everyone was kind of not necessarily sexually involved, but certainly in touching distance and touching <laughs> a lot of them. He did try to have sex with me whilst you were fucking her and there was that moment where, like, both the guys are pushing the women quite hard. Yeah. And then it's like, kiss, you, you know, trying to kiss each other and then it's like I you're trying to kiss but you also don't want to break your own teeth on the other person's mouth yeah, because yeah, yeah. you've got two guys pounding, you know, <laughs> on to you. So there's that. Oh, I gotcha. We, we got to the point of sex and it was uh, really – really sexy both watching you and also being involved with her she was she's just gorgeous absolutely gorgeous and as kate mentioned is probably so i I had to be a little bit cautious because she is gorgeous but also very uh very quite a small lady is the best way to put it in terms of her both her body size and and everything that's respective of that so it was it was really a lot of fun i i actually so i came very quickly, and this is because of the the visuals of what I was watching and what was happening. Did you come twice or once? Uh, twice. Okay. Yeah. So i i had to I had to stop mid session for a, a very quick condom change because if you don't do that, you uh, this is a, a bit of information for anyone out there who no, it slips off. Like, yeah, your condom will totally slip off. Yeah, I had to make a condom change. Kind of, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say halfway through because I finished a lot earlier than I should have. I Sorry, didn't know it's, this. It's like a quarter <laughs> way through. So uh, I made a condom change and came back and continued, and and it was just it was sexy and and hot and fun and all all the things that it should have been. So I really enjoyed it. I, they're a lovely. The the biggest thing is they're just an awesome couple. Oh, they're so great. Fucking like, great. Yeah, we love them. They're so great. Yeah. It's so good. I can't wait to have sex with them again. Maybe this time around you can, instead of, you know, being, say, come over, sit over here, you can say, come and sit on my face. Well, okay, here's my thing, though. You can't force somebody else to have an orgasm. But in my head right now, I don't know if this is, like, almost becoming a very masculine territorial thing, but I'm like, I'm going to make that girl come. (laughs) I'm going to make that bitch come. Like, is that a a thing? Like, seriously? That's not a thing. That's just me. You can't say that. That's not good. That's not even okay. It's not even remotely okay. Well, no, I feel like she's laid down the gauntlet, like, and now I need to figure it out. Like, I need okay, to put this okay. puzzle together. Okay. I mean, well, yeah, then that starts with you sitting beside her and having a in-depth discussion about oh, what I'm she's Oh, I'm going to have a conversation. I want to know how she masturbates. Well, what if she says she doesn't? Then I'm probably just going to fall on my sword. I don't know. <laughs> what do you want from me? We're taking a fucking sword. There's no room for a sword in a swingers bag. All right, guys. So we're going to uh, take a break now. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about a recent single this man. This whole break thing's new to me. I uh, mean, we're, we're getting too professional. Dude, it's been like 40, 50 episodes. Too professional. We're going to take a break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about um, single men and confidence versus anxiety on a recent uh, date we had. So we'll see you guys soon. So you wanted to talk about single man and and confidence and how that gets your motor running. 
Is this you introing the next section or? Yeah. Oh, good job. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, it's not a good job now. You've just, you didn't even know it was an intro. It sounds like <laughs> I really fucked it up. So listen, we did an entire podcast on kind of some tips for single guys, right? And kind of how you could approach a couple in the lifestyle that are a hot wife and couple or maybe looking for a third to have a MFM. Recently, we went on a single guy date and I want to tell you about my mindset because I want you guys to really get in my mood. Get up in her business. Yeah, get in my mood, guys. Like when we left for this date, we had cleaned the entire house. We had, or I had, cleaned my toys, charged my toys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just step back a second here and say that we had both cleaned the house. Kate cleaned the toys. Yeah, dude. I'm just making sure that people don't think I'm a sexist pig because let's be fair, it's not the first time somebody's claimed that of me. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, that's terrible. You're like a dad joke of dad jokes. Okay, moving on. So I had charged my sex toys. I had cleaned them. Like everything was ready to go. When we left this house, I was very much in the mindset of we're going to bring this guy back. We're going to fuck this guy. It's going to be a great threesome tonight because we haven't had one in a while. So let's set the stage here though. You had spoken to him quite a lot prior to this and had some conversation that had kind of gotten you in the mood and he sort of he fit the the boxes that you were looking for. Fit the (laughs) the boxes. Yeah, so he'd fit your box in the way you were looking for. So that you were kind of ready to go. This is first time around. I mean, this was our first date. Yeah, we were uh, supposed to have a date before. It yeah, had to be rescheduled. Stupid period. Things. And it just got to the point where it was like, okay, this is our chance to see him. Let's clean the house. Let's get the sex toys ready. Let's get this. Let's get the room ready, and let's go for the day. Like, I literally put wine in from the wine fridge into the normal fridge in the expectation that he was come back. Yeah. I mean, we were there. Yeah, that was that was my mindset. So when I left this house, I'm like, "This is going to happen. We're going to have oh, three things tonight." Su- I was actually surprised because it's really uncommon for you to be that gung ho when it comes to like getting getting fucked. Honestly, this is not you, is it? I mean, like, but, but this is what I want to be. So, like think- recently, again, as I, I kind of roll back in the last few episodes, I keep saying to you, like, I want somebody who is dominant. I want somebody who's going to book a hotel room. I want somebody who's going to be like, oh, I ordered this wine and it's going to turn up in the room and let's get in the laundry and let's fuck. Like that's what I have been wanting. And so in my head I'm like, okay, I can recreate that type of thing at home. Anyway, long story short, get to the date, he turns up, and again, this guy, is a, he's a gentleman. There's no problems here. He's lovely. He's, he's a lovely. gentleman. Absolutely lovely. A nice man. What happened was that he just lacked confidence and it could have been because he was a little bit anxious, maybe nervous, you know, all of these things that kind of come because, again, it's two to one, you know, it's Daryl and I versus him. He's new. But it just got me it's to also the- first time around. That's the other thing. You know, I, I think there's a – it's a tough situation for, for a guy to be in, it honestly. Is. It is, but this is why I keep saying, and that's why we went back to that, that episode we did about single guys, is – have some shit in your back pocket to fall back on, man, because if you are feeling not really that confident, if you're feeling a little bit anxious, like you're feeling what? a bit nervous. Like que- some methamphetamine. What, I mean, what are you talking about No, here? questions. Oh, so yeah, okay. what invariably happened is that I think half an hour into the date, Daryl gave me the look of like, Meh? you know, as I recently spoke about, and I, I gave him the head shake. I was like, no. So I left this house and I was like, we're going to fuck. We're gonna bang, and then we're I came, gonna bang. We're gonna bang, and then I, within like forty-five minutes, I was 
No. It was not. actually a very early night as well, so you really did make that decision early. I did, within half an hour. Yeah. It was within half an hour I was like, yeah. no, nah, that's it. And I started making excuses for myself. So that evening we came home and I started thinking, okay, well, maybe we can set up another plate. I started thinking that I was in with the chance of getting laid. We can have a bit of fun of another time. And I started kind of making excuses on behalf and thinking, okay, I'm going to, like, I want this. I really want this to work out. And he's a nice guy. Like I said before, he's a gentleman. What I realized, though, was that I was really twisting my own arm and modifying my desires and my wants based on the fact that I just wanted to have a good time. And so I realized as well that he didn't ask me a single question about myself. You certainly realized that afterward. Yeah, like days later, I realized I'm like, why? Why am I thinking that this guy's not going to be a good person to play with? And then I realized he didn't ask me a single question about myself in the entire like two and a half, three hours we're together. So the arrogant, the arrogance of me is saying that I, I knew when we before we got there that there was no way in hell we were coming home to sleep with him. I mean, I actually invested in cleaning a house mainly because our house needed a fucking clean because hashtag COVID. It wasn't really, I didn't think that we'd ever come home with him because it's not, it's not a you thing. And he was, he was too unknown and, and he turned out that he was too unknown. Again, lovely guy, really was, but just didn't, didn't capture the room. I'm sure there's, there's a bit, hang on, so there'd be other people who were totally into him, by the way. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, my, my, my desires and my sexual wants are not yours and don't replicate across. Of course, 100%. Fuck. That's, that's why the world works the way it is. It's diverse. Come on, dude. Oh, shit. My bad. Moving but, on. But I did ask. So afterwards, I, again, I, I thought about it for a few days and I thought, am I just being a bitch? Am I just being way too picky? Am I just whatever? I mean, am I being more bitchy than usual? Insert negative thing here. And then I was like, hold on a second. I'm settling and it's, why? And it's my vajayjay. You are your vajayjay. It's my vajayjay. You know I mean, I was speaking on like behalf mine. of... Yeah, it's my vajayjay. Hang on, I was... It's, ma- your, pe- was it's your pee-pee. I was mansplaining your vajayjay. So I was curious about this and I went onto Twitter and I said, does a shy date equate to a submissive man in the bedroom or can a shy date eventually lead to a dominant man in the bedroom? I have the responses in front of me, but I'm I'm curious, Daryl. What do you think, Fuck guy? Me. I mean, you use Twitter and shit for everything. A guy who's shy on a date. Can you? Can do you think that we can bring him back? And one, he can perform, and then two, that he can be that dominant man that I might be seeking for that evening. What are your thoughts? I think it can go both ways, but mostly I think that somebody who's shy might actually be overcompensative when it comes to what they want in the bedroom and may go from what you think is a shy individual into a uber-dominant individual. You think that a shy guy on a date might turn around and be like way super-dominant? I do, I do. And, and there's a simple, simple reason that I have that. Now, let me reverse it for you. Somebody who's uber dominant in their work life and in their might want to be a submissive in the bedroom. Do you think they want to be sometimes want to be a submissive? Of course and, I they mean, do. if you want to stereotype this, would you say that that's that's generally the case? I'm going to stereotype. Oh my it. god, it's so hot! Like if you watch that TV show Suits, where like the really powerful people and then they're super submissive in the bedroom. Yeah. So this is so yeah. so yeah. So this is absolutely a thing. But equally, I want to be dominated. So you know, yeah, I know. Get so, a suit, get a table, dominate the fuck out of me. That's what I want. Yes. Really? I mean, that seems very, very, um, very different to what I would have expected. That's what I want. That's what I'm chasing. I'm chasing a guy. And again, there's, there's a fine line between like confident and dominant arrogant. versus arrogant. 
there's that little tidbit in the the middle there of being confident versus sexually abusive. Yes, yes. obviously. Yeah, I mean it's because it's it's uh, yeah. I mean it's not that fine line. Sorry, I said a fine line. That's really not what I meant. But all right. So you think that a guy could be shy on a date and be dominant in the bedroom? Yes, absolutely. I, I do really think that that can be the case. I'm going to read you these. These there's only four. No, I don't. They're, they're totally. I mean, we've wasted. We're going to waste their time. My opinion is the only one that counts. <laughs> That's so not right well, at all. I fucking my microphone. You don't like it? Fuck off. Um, four responses that really stood out to me, and they're some of them are polar opposites. So just bear with me while I respond to these. But Tinker Taylor from WA Aussies, amazing, great. They said when we play WA is Western Australia. For those of you out there who don't get the WA reference, no. When we play with a male female male, we like the man to be outgoing in public, as it is a precursor to some exciting times. If they are shy in public, we find it doesn't work for us, and we need him to be respectful and dominant. So they, they were like, yep, nope, if he's shy, if he's shy on a date, probably shy not going to happen. He's out. Now, I'm going to talk about Seymour Love real quick before I move on to the, oh, the final just, two. I just want to talk more about his handle. Seymour Love is a fucking great I handle. I it wish sounds I like had Bart, it. It sounds like Bart Simpson. It does. Right? Yeah, you can just imagine him calling most heaven. I know. So I picked, I picked four responses on Twitter, and then two of them are kind of for, and then two of them are kind of against um, my perception of the shy guy. So Seymour Love just absolutely slayed, right? I tend not to trust quiet people. They don't. They don't make <laughs> for a. Hell. They don't make for a good time. No chemistry building. No intrigue. No excitement generated. Lack of fun makes it like it's dental cleaning. Functional. Not engaging. I feel like they have something to hide and they lack experience. Boom. See more love. Wow, he really did slay it. I mean, when you said he slayed it, I thought you know Kate's exaggerating here. No, but he fucking slayed it. But again, I got to respect that because if that's your experience with people then tell you the truth. And I really, I appreciated that because I thought my concern as well about the shy guy is that they're going to have erectile dysfunction problems in the bedroom. But do you think that's a, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't agree with that at all because even with our reference data set, that's not been the case. It's typically been, the shy guys have typically been the guys who've performed. Well, I think it's 50% of everybody, right? So it doesn't matter if they're shy, doesn't matter if they're introverted, extroverted. For my mind, I'm like, but in my head, I'm thinking, okay, if you're anxious here and you're nervous here at at a, a tapas bar drinking wow. some drinks, then how are you going to go on a, on a bedroom play date? Okay, so let's talk about the next two. So this one's from ACDC, and we actually interviewed them on our podcast in the Age Gap Couple episodes. I go and check that out. But they said, I'm sure in some scenarios the two equate. However, I actually think the bedroom is the the shy guy's time to shine. I agree. I see this being their opportunity to get their freak on and let their freak flag fly. Absolutely, because I'm shy as fuck, right, babe? So I know like, some pretty I... quiet guys, and once they open up, they will absolutely shock you. So that's her experience. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with her. So you think there's a good opportunity here where I think there's a higher there's a higher percentage chance that a shy guy on a date will become somebody who's a little bit more funky in the bedroom. And do you think that that would be somebody that would take uh, instruction well or well, they if would he's be a dominant then you wouldn't be the he dominant would, person. He would tell you to fuck off and listen to his penis. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Kate's like, I want a dominant man who'll take instruction well. Um, yeah, you might have your wires crossed a little bit there, babe. I don't think I do. <laughs> uh, and the last one, the last one I'm going to mention as well is swinging in the rain. So do go check out all these guys on on Twitter. So, sounds very wet. And it says, uh, well, yeah, it does sound wet. We haven't like encountered that. any truly shy men, but rather extremely respectful and reserved men. Oh, it is fuck, a bit of a. He ch- might have been one of those. 
It is a bit of a challenge to engage in chats and flirty banter outside the bedroom, but when things become intimate, mm-mm, we did have they yet. Write, no, they didn't. I, did. I added oh, that. I knew that was good. We have yet to see anyone that didn't come out of their shell. Did they use CUM? They did, no, didn't they didn't they? as well. Damn it. <laughs> I added that. Swinging in the rain. I love you guys. That was uh, yeah. Okay, so no, I I, I tend to agree. I, I actually am I'm not surprisingly on the other side of the coin when it comes to what you're putting forward. I I think men. I think a lot of people have this expectation of men that they they are who they need to be in public when they're around other people, but I don't think that's generally the case. Men like women have spent a lot of their life being repressed in one way or another. Now, I'm not saying it's the same. I'm not saying it's to the same level. I'm not saying that it's equivalent in any way, but men are also told regularly not to express emotion, not to put women in, not to put women in a position or women or men in a position where they feel, you know, targeted or, uh, I mean, you know, there's this whole um, fear that comes along with potentially you doing the wrong thing that puts you in a very, very bad space, you know, in a very, very bad space that could ruin your life instantly just because of something that you've, you've intimated rather than actually done. So I think you've got to be careful here because there's an awful lot of men out there who've been, have been persuaded by society also to not make this, not make any decision around how they should react with a woman until they potentially get them into a more secluded environment. So for me, you know, the idea of, and I've had women do this to me in public where they've reached across under the table and touched my, touched my cock. I would never do that to a woman in public, even if I knew her well. I mean, I don't think I've ever done that to you in public. And that's what I was going to say. So I think that there is an element, and I fully respect it and appreciate it, of the fact that men just don't know what is appropriate and how to act. And in light of everything that's happening lately, you need to be very cognizant of how a woman is going to react or how another person... I was wondering whether we'd make it through this podcast without the word cognizant coming in, but you know the <laughs> How another person, I'm not going to say woman, but how another person is going to react to your... Your flirtations. Your flirtations yeah. or your um, maybe perceived That's a fucking aggression. dangerous. It's a fucking dangerous world. It is. It's it, fucking dangerous. It's hard. So in one aspect, I'm like, God damn it, I want a dominant person. But it, from his perspective, he's probably thinking in his head, well, I need to tread water lightly because I don't want to. Or just tread lightly. No, just tread water lightly because that's what's well, happening. But the, if you tread water lightly, you're going to sink and then drown. Not in my die. world, baby. Okay, sorry. I, I mean, your world is a very interesting world. So maybe he's sitting on the side of like, well, I don't want to offend her that way. And in my head, I'm like, well, you're out, buddy, because you're not being dominant enough. So, I, mean, I mean, there's an easy way to, to deal with that. And you talk about owning your orgasm. Having a conversation, yeah. How and about you own your fucking environment before you turn up? And actually say to the dude, hey, listen, this is what's going on. I'm into somebody who's confident and, and dominant that, but not that, aggressive. Would that turn them off, though, or make them even more nervous? If, he, if he's turning up and I'm well, saying to him, here's on, your set of rules. Been, if you've been given instruction about what, you, what somebody expects of you. So if somebody says to me, hey, can you turn your tongue left um, clockwise, uh, sorry, clockwise instead of anti-clockwise on my clitoris? And I go, you know what, I'm, I'm a bit nervous to do that. I might not do that. I'll just keep going you know, clockwise or whatever the one is that she said not to do. You've got to then say, well, okay, that's definitely not the right person for me because not only do they do they not, are they not comfortable enough to do this because you know, our lifestyle is a bit, it's out there, babe. I mean, we, we're not standard every day. We don't fit into the standard everyday run-of-the-mill type monogamous relationship, right? So with that in mind, you've got to have somebody who's willing to be a little bit out there. 
Right? So with that, with that again in mind, the ability for them to say, okay, well, yep, I understand what she wants. Uh, I'm, I'm not capable of that. Can't do it. Yeah, true. I'm out. I need to give him the opportunity to actually shine yeah. and if he doesn't then that's on him at that point, right? Yeah, well, what happens if he's not into what you're into? True. And you haven't even spoken about true that enough. up front. Maybe he's a submissive in the bedroom. You know, he wants you to sit on his face and 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 effectively drown him out. I mean, th- the idea that... Whoa, dude. What? Are you insinuating I have like a huge vulva? No. Okay. Not at all. Just but around the I same page. pretty much any vulva could drown a man. Okay, let's move away from this. No, I can't. It's, I'm, I'm fucking in it now. Do you want to have something else to say? Or are you yeah, actually absolutely. Done? I think it's uh, the, the respectful thing here to do is make sure that people, we all chat via chat, you know, some form of chat, kick, fucking pick a, pick a platform. We all chat via chat? Yeah, via a chat. Wow. Sorry. Oh, man, fucking hell, you're killing me. So we all, we all talk via a chat platform prior to, prior to us getting together, right? Or just about, all, well, for us, always. With that in mind, why the fuck wouldn't you say, I'm looking for somebody who's dominant, who, who will be assertive but not aggressive in the bedroom? Or, or maybe you want aggressive. Maybe you want somebody who's going to fucking choke you out in the middle of sex. No, I Whatever see what you're, you're into. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you ask for that? The onus is on you to get to, to control what you are going to get out of this. I like it. No, you're right. I mean, I said earlier, owning your orgasm, but the, at this point it's owning your own shit. Yeah. Because I need to take advantage and own my own shit. T- my shit on what I want, and if I don't, then Your I'm shit. <laughs> my shit. <laughs> okay, we're going to wrap this podcast up. Why we're going so well? No, there, there needs to be a wrap up for is that, one. Is that because people are sick of me? Because I know everybody loves to listen to you. I can sit here. Oh, oh no, people get sick of me too, babe. Do but, they? But I have I never some, get sick of you. I have something I'm super nervous to share. Oh, I know what this is. So, oh, God. This was, a challenge. this was a challenge because you're like, oh, I can't share this. I'm it like, gives me butterfly. Like, I'm share? worried. Okay, so, okay, guys, I'm going to be, I'm gonna, like, I'm going to be real with this shit right now. So, I this would. This is some fucking real shit. I would not be authentic if I didn't share this next bit with you. Okay, so I've always said that I'm really super sex positive. But sometimes when you share yourself and you put yourself out there it, on a Freaks podcast. You the fuck out. It can be super daunting as to what people might perceive you as and how someone is someone who's listening like you guys are right now is sure. going to react. So hang on, but let's just be let's be blunt with this. I'm very much on the don't give a fuck area of the spectrum of this, but I think you are much more invested in in, in terms of what somebody might say. Um, so I'm so, excited to hear you say mm, this. I listened to this. I'm going to say like ten times. And oh wow, you've got an actual recording. You've pre-recorded? I... Holy fucking pre-record, Batman. I cringed and I cut a lot of the um, audio out because I was embarrassed and... You've got more than one embarrassing thing. I'm just curious about which one it is now. <laughs> and I, I wanted to share this with you guys, but equally... I thought... Hey, FYI, people, you're only fucking three weeks behind the eight ball in terms of when I first heard this. So this is where I stand, the dog herd. Then three weeks later, I heard. And then three weeks later, you heard. You're actually right up there in the fucking standing, just quietly. I don't think that you know what I'm going to say. Oh, okay, go. So recently I was masturbating and I recorded myself masturbating. (gasps) I'm, I'm dying right now. This is so fucking hard for me. This is ridiculous, you guys. Get on with it. And... um. (laughs) 
fuck me, this is super hard. I recorded myself masturbating and I wondered if you guys out there have ever recorded yourself masturbating and if you've listened to it because seriously, guys, <laughs> I'm, in, be I'm embarrassed as fuck. And like I said, I actually I cut a lot of audio out of this because Why? I just... I couldn't, man. Dude, you are a loud orgasmer as well. No, but even, like I was, I was dirty talking to myself, and <laughs> I just, I fucking why would couldn't. You, why would you cut it out? No, we need that. Sorry, I'm, I refuse. We either get the full full version, or we're not getting any version at all. Listen, I want to know, you guys out there. I'm going to give you. Uh, let's do a task. Record. I want you to masturbate, and I want you to dirty talk, and I want you to fucking record yourself doing that, and I want you to listen to it. You don't have to send it to us, but listen back to I it. I want you to send it to us. And just see how you react, because i got to tell you, I li- like I said, I listened to it like ten times, and I was super embarrassed. I'm going to play that now. Please be gentle. Please be nice, because, look, I'm just a person on the other just end dominator. of the microphone. Dominator. And that's it. I'm just a human. I'm on the other end of the microphone. Please, oh my God. please don't be mean. Can it happen already? Oh, fuck. Okay. All right. I'm going to hit the button. Are you ready? Is it the right button? It's it's like a shortened version. I'm so embarrassed. No, is it the right button? I'm so I'm embarrassed. Love button. Oh, my God. <gasps> fuck yes. Mm. I'm sitting here masturbating and all I think, think about is like... In my mouth, and one fucking my pussy. Mm. Taking his whole cock into my mouth mm. makes me so wet. <laughs> yeah. Is that what? We didn't even get to hear the orgasm. No. What's the actual fuck? That I mean. Okay, so we need a poll on this. Did we get shafted <laughs> by not hearing the orgasm? Come on, man. I'm dying over here. Like, I'm, oh, I'm... I thought it was the really embarrassing thing, not this thing. I really want to, like, fucking dig a hole and just lay in it. Yeah, like, that's where I'm at. Wait till I bring up the really embarrassing thing. <sighs> anyway, um, that's me. I'm going to set you guys a task. Masturbate, record yourselves, listen back to it, and I guess just... Be one with your orgasm. I don't know. Try well, to. You didn't even get. We didn't even get to the orgasm. We don't know how. Whether you're one, two, three, or six through the orgasm. I feel like I. I feel like there needs to be a like a, an additional trailer to this after we've finished no, talking. Not. Have you ever recorded yourself um, orgasming? Me? Yeah. I'm silent. Silent. I'm, I'm silent when I'm orgasming. Oh I'm absolutely silent. It's it's. Uh, it, <laughs> it's it sounds like it sounds like the void of space. Oh shit! I can't even. It does. I'm I'm quite. I'm silent when I orgasm. Oh god! You don't even know when I orgasm. What the sometimes fuck are you not. About? Sometimes yes. Yeah, sometimes not. So hence the silence. Look, I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta be done with this podcast. So unless you've got something else to say, this yeah, has been episode. Add the, add the orgasm to end of, at the end of it, you pussy. This has been episode one hundred and two. What? No, one hundred and twelve of the swinging down of the podcast. Um, I'm huge seventy three. I'm super embarrassed. Uh, I hope that you have enjoyed that episode. And please do hit us up on our website. Send All us I can audio. Think about is the cock in my mouth and a cock in my. Oh, fuck you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Hit us up on our website, send us audio, and uh, otherwise we will see you guys soon. We're doing a live podcast tomorrow, which we're super excited about. And uh, It's early in the morning. Less embarrassing than the song. Less embarrassing. Okay, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Ciao. If you're looking for more ways to interact with Swinging Down Under, you can catch us on Twitter, 
at Swing Down Under. You can also catch us on Instagram, Swinging Down Under, or head over to our website, swingingdownunder.com. We would absolutely love to hear from you. So if you would like to send us an email, jump online, do it at cnd at swingingdownunder.com. If you've got podcast topics, questions, you want to talk about your journey, you can also support the podcast through our website by clicking through on any of the affiliate links or alternatively to jumping over to patreon.com forward slash swingingdownunder and sponsoring the podcast. If you can't do any of those things but just want to make a feel-good day, leave us a five-star review. Cheers, everyone, and thank you again for supporting Swinging Down Under podcast.